After four years of preparing for his record-breaking dive, Ahmed Gabri became the world's deepest scuba diver. Diving into the Red Sea, Ahmed descended 332 meters, or 1,090 feet, a depth greater than the Chrysler building. It took him 12 minutes to reach that depth, but about 14 hours to return to the surface. That's a huge difference in time. So why did it take that long? And why was diving that far a challenge? Welcome to Podcast Wild. I'm your host, MK, and we'll be covering just about anything to do with outdoor sciences. Today's episode is episode 8A, The Deep Blue and You. Today's episode is here to help you understand how deep water diving affects people like you and me, so we can cover how animals that live in the water avoid these problems next episode. Ever dive down to the bottom of a pool and your ears start to hurt? That's caused by water pressure. The deeper you dive, the more water there is above you, and therefore more that weighs down on you. This water pressure leads to problems like barotrauma, decompression sickness, nitrogen narcosis, and oxygen toxicity. Barotrauma refers to injuries resulting from increased pressure. One place barotrauma can occur is in the ear. The middle ear, remember from last episode, connects to the back of the throat via a small canal. There are bubbles that pass between the canal to equalize pressure. You can see if it is working by swallowing. Did you hear that click? That was a bubble moving. Barotrauma occurs when the pressure changes create a vacuum in this tube. This pulls the eardrum forward, and in worst cases, fluid is drawn from the nearby blood vessels into the middle ear. This can lead to pain and difficulty hearing. With severe barotrauma in the ear, the eardrum can be ruptured and bleeding results in hearing loss. The inner ear, the sensory organ for balance, can also get ruptured, resulting in vertigo. Barotrauma can also occur in the lungs. Sometimes when divers hold their breath, the diaphragm, the muscle behind lung movement, moves quickly in a gasping effort. This can also cause a vacuum and result in bleeding in the lungs. The bends occur during the ascent of the dive, when a diver resurfaces too quickly. As you dive deeper, the air gets more compressed due to the weight. This means you end up breathing more oxygen and nitrogen and 
other gases in a given breath because more of it is squeezed into that breath space. The body uses the oxygen for the most part, but the nitrogen gets dissolved into your bloodstream and stays there. It stays in the blood because of the pressure. Much like the gases that cause soda bubbles stay in the drink before the seal is broken. And when resurfacing too quickly, those gases come out of the blood solution too rapidly. Much like soda being opened after being shaken. These nitrogen gas bubbles can cause blockages in the blood vessels. This event is called an embolism. With blood flow blocked, this can cause tissue damage and problems like chest pain, joint pain, trouble breathing, blindness, deafness, and in worst cases, seizures, paralysis, heart attack, stroke, or respiratory failure. Up next is nitrogen narcosis, or inert gas narcosis. This one is a problem faced not in the ascent, but the descent, specifically past 30 meters or 100 feet. Remember how the deeper you dive, it puts more pressure on the gases you breathe? So much pressure they enter the solution of your blood? All those gases being incorporated into the blood, they can now travel places they normally couldn't. One such place is across the blood-brain barrier. Once in the brain, it reacts with the fat tissues in there. It has an acardic effect, and if you've ever had nitrous oxide gas at the dentist, you'd have an idea what this is like. This causes impaired judgment and altered sensory perception. As you dive deeper, it gets worse. Some people refer to this as the martini effect, as they compare it to drinking one dry martini on an empty stomach for every 10 meters, 33 feet, descended beyond the first 20 meters, 66 feet. Oxygen toxicity occurs at great depths too. Anywhere below 41 meters, or 135 feet. The pressure means you're squeezing too much oxygen into each breath. There is apparently too much of a good thing because this excess oxygen can lead to cell and tissue damage. The problems mainly arise in the central nervous system, the lungs, and the eyes. For the CNS damage, it can cause vertigo, nausea, followed by altered behavior, clumsiness, and finally convulsions and loss of consciousness. Damage is seen in the lungs in the form of pained breath and difficulty breathing, and with the eyes it can cause nearsightedness or retinal attachment. With problems like these, it's no wonder why 80 to 100 registered divers die each year in North American waters. So with all these problems that divers face, how do whales, seals, sharks, and fish survive spending most, if not all, of their lives in the water? You'll have to tune in to next episode to find out. If you're interested in examining today's episode further, I've posted a link to my sources at podcastwild.weebly.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-L-D dot W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. You can also find us on Facebook as Podcast Wild. Thanks for listening. Thanks for learning. We'll talk to you next time on Podcast Wild with the conclusion of this two-parter, episode 8B. 
living as a Leviathan.